All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk. On the phone with me now is Ted Wilson. He's a Viterbo Biology Chair. He's been the chair for the past two years. He's also uh, been at Viterbo for eight years and and been teaching for sixteen. And the fancy name for why I bring Ted on is because he's an entomologist. Did I get that right, Ted? That's pretty good. Nice job. <laughs> It's, it's it's that, or I call you an epidemiologist, and you're like, nope, I'm not that. That's uh, somebody no, no, else. Don't, don't, yeah, I'm not. I'm not that. That's not my field, and that's really a big field too. That uh, <laughs> we might need somebody else for. Yeah, right. Um, so, entomologist, essentially uh, the bug guy, is why I bring you on. You're the bug guy. That's how we should just call I'm you good. that. You should have a Facebook page. It's called the Bug Guy, and I'm sure somebody took that page already, though. Um, <laughs> All right, why, the, the main reason I brought you on, Ted, and selfishly, I just want some answers here. I can't, okay. I can't go outside, and my dogs can't go outside. I live, in the, I live on the bluff in the woods, uh, but I can't go outside because I, the, there's 10,000 mosquitoes two seconds after yeah. I step outside. I don't know if they know where I live and, I, and, and know what time I'm coming out the door, even though I don't. What is going on? Why are there 10 billion mosquitoes right now? It seems more, this seems worse than in past years. Yeah, we've had some rain now, and uh, they've just been waiting for uh, multiplying their species number there for uh, uh, ramping up. You know, we're we're here in the late summer now, and uh, uh, they've been growing their numbers the whole the whole summer, and we're kind of hitting a climax here. And you know, it was dry there for a while, but once you have a uh, you know, rain once in a while, that's all they need. They don't need to you know grow out of. They need aquatic for their juvenile stage. But that doesn't have to be in a pond or a river. It could just be wet grass, you know, and it's on a pretty quick life cycle. So to answer your question, they can tell when you come outside. They actually are able to smell the carbon dioxide that we can give off. They smell body odor. So it's true that some people actually attract mosquitoes more than others just because of the way that we smell and the amount of CO2 that they give off. Yeah, that was my next question. I was wondering if, if there's something that I'm eating or wearing or washing my body with or, or just maybe my body in general uh, that's yeah. that's very stinky and they're like, or or lovely to them. Apparently, apparently yeah, I attract well, them because <laughs> other people are like, I don't even know what you're talking about, Rick. The mosquitoes aren't so bad. My neighbors across the road who aren't in the woods, but they're like, yeah, they're not bad for us. <laughs> Well, a lot of study, a lot of research has gone into this, and where you know they, they are actually attracted to our exhaling breath. So you can't stop that. Don't stop doing that. We want you to keep breathing. <laughs> um, but they also are. You know, I, I'm not saying anything about you personally, Rick, but they're also they also are attracted to smelly socks and foot odor and those types of things. But just general, you know, it really kind of depends on the person. We all kind of smell a little different. And they can, you know, they're more attractive to some people than the other. But they're, they're certainly CO2 is one of the big ones. I don't know if I read this, but I, I, I pretend that it's a fact. If you eat bananas, they're attracted to people that eat bananas. Is that true? <laughs> I don't know anything no. about that. Yeah. No, it's, it's saying, basically saying that if you eat, you know, something spicy or something with a lot of potassium, does that, that change? something about us, you know, maybe it's in your breast or something along those lines. You know, is it a sweet thing? You know, mosquitoes. Um, do you know they need to eat some things too? But it's, but it's, it's the females specifically that are searching us out because the reason that they're biting us is and it's just the female mosquitoes because they need that blood dose for uh, egg nutrition. So they're they're basically doing it as part of their reproductive cycle. Is it, are we at a at a time now and where a uh, mosquitoes are always bad starting about this time of the year as we get into the fall? 
but B because we had a rain as the is the larvae cycle like because I feel like it rained pretty good two weeks ago and yeah. and and now those are hatching but two weeks seems yeah. like a long time does it take about two weeks for them to, to hatch yep yep yeah that, no that's definitely within the window of getting becoming an egg and maturing and coming out as an adult they have a pretty quick life cycle so over the whole summer you know it's you know it's, it's dozens of generations that are, are going through um cycle um we obviously we have a bunch of rivers here is it is mosquito are mosquitoes worse just because we we live by the river what's a what's a mosquito's radius you know if they're hatching a lot by the river because there's water there um standing yeah. water aside uh, is is the radius like a mile is it a couple hundred feet yeah it's not they don't go a long long ways so they're you know i don't know i'm not gonna be able to coach you a specific distance but it's not miles you know it's it's you know hundreds of feet or so something along those lines you know if they if there's a strong wind that changes everything because they could get picked up and blown around but like in your in your woods around your home those are those are local mosquitoes that are biting you okay um do they have like houses or do they just chill until someone comes no, out <laughs> yeah they don't do any nesting or whatever so um they, they, you know the males and females are mating they're laying eggs in a in a moist or wet environment a small stream or pond or great or even just like you know a tire swing or a bird bath those yeah. are great spots for mosquitoes yeah my uh the all my flower pots are in like water holders yeah. to the bottom so they're probably just living it up what any yep. any suggestions yep. i was reading that if you took uh some cooking oil poured it into a, a spray yep. bottle mixed it with water and sprayed the yep. the top of if you wanted to keep a rain barrel or something like that is there any other yeah. suggestions to uh you know if you have to have standing water at your house what to do about it yeah yeah i have it sealed so it's not accessible to the mosquitoes and if you don't i mean you don't want to put like chemicals or something like them either there are some there are some chemicals that you can put in like a like a bird bath or something like that. But just keep covering it up is, is, is a pretty good technique. You what know, if, you, really, what you don't want is open water that the mosquitoes have access to laying their eggs. And they, you know they just need about a week or two. That's yeah. All. Um, what about the Florida model where we create genetic, genetically modified <laughs> male mosquitoes? I think it was male mosquitoes, and then we eliminate the yeah. species entirely. Can we do that yet or not? Yeah. I'm, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not for that one in Wisconsin. Sorry, everybody. Um, you know the mosquitoes are a really important part of our ecosystem. The frogs, the bats, and you know the spiders. They all. They all need. Uh, they all need mosquitoes for their for their, their ecosystem. So, are you saying like disaster is going to strike in Florida? No. I, well, I don't know. Are we, are we talking politics or not? Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so now, now they're going to be fine. I think in Florida. Um, They've been releasing the genetically modified males that when they meet with the females, they produce fairly young. Um, probably going to be a local area down there that's affected. And then uh, we'll see kind of what happens after that. But uh, we're not really foreseeing any uh, Frankenstein mosquitoes coming out of that. All right. Um, we're speaking with Ted Wilson, Viterbo Biology Chair, entomologist, bug guy, essentially. Um the, the the one other thing, selfishly, uh, as I live in the woods and these things always end up in my house, and I think they end up in everyone's house. Spiders all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. if, if people are, I, I think most people just kill them or burn their house down when they find a spider. But I like to just set <laughs> so them, quote, I like to set them, quote unquote, free. And uh, mm-hmm. am I? Is this a death sentence for spiders because some of these actually have to live in your house? Uh, no. Well, the reason the spiders are coming into our house is they're all spiders are essentially predators. So 
and they have different techniques, you know, like wolf spiders are kind of like, they will hunt things down and grab, grab, grab it visually. You've obviously you've got spiders that spin a web and try to capture things like that. House spiders are famous for that. Um, and so they're there because you have other little critters. Yeah. And have, we all get critters in our house. Yeah. Right? I have 10,000, so, I have 10,000 mosquitoes in my basement. They're all around the wall. And <laughs> because every time yeah. I open the door for one second to let the dog out, 47 mosquitoes come in and are like, Hey Rick, I smelled you out there. <laughs> they smelled you. <laughs> so I have to keep them. But what I'm doing now, Ted, is I'm bringing spiders from outside. I'm bringing them in to help me f- combat the mosquitoes. Well, well, Rick, you have discovered biological control, which is the use of other animals to control a pest. So that's a valid technique. Okay, and then last question here before I let you go. with Along with the spiders, you know, these things end up in your house all winter, but they don't have anything to yeah. eat, and they're just like a, just the, the skinniest thing. How, does that, how do they even survive? Yeah, so different insects in general, I mean, it's true for all animals. You know, up here on the Midwest, we've got these really harsh winters, which is a big, giant reset button. You know, we've got all these insects now, but once we have that first hard freeze, kind of everything has to be overwintering or migrating or just dies, right? And so uh, spiders and other insects, they have different strategies for overcoming overcoming the harsh winter. So so kind of like hibernation, in entomology, we we call it diapause where it's basically going into a resting stage. And depending on the insect or spider, it happens at different stages. So sometimes it's an egg um, where the eggs are just hanging out over winter and they're they're just waiting for either a light signal or a cold or warm signal to say hatch. Sometimes they're an adult, so like ladybugs. We have the the multicolored Asian lady beetle, which hangs out in our house all winter, not, not eating. They're just hanging out. So they're kind of in this resting stage. And so um, it just kind of it really depends on, on the thing. Now, spiders, generally, they're hanging out as eggs, just waiting for the next season to start up. All right. They're like grizzly bears. They're just hibernating, essentially. Hibernating, yeah. All right. No, yeah, I... so, you know, there, yeah, houses, there isn't a lot going on in the winter in, in terms of, like, you know, ecosystem stuff, unless you've got, like, a lot, of, a lot of debris or food or those types of things. Otherwise, things are kind of hibernating. All right, Ted. I appreciate you coming on. Lastly, do you need to use me for any mosquito studies on why they they like me and not my neighbors? Well, it's always good to know when you have a large population of something. I'll keep you in mind. All right. Sounds good. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks, Rick. All right. That's Dr. Ted Wilson, biology chair at Viterbo, entomologist, the bug guy. Bring him on once in a while. We have fun shows on in the evening every once in a while. All right. We got to take a break. We'll be back. 